0: Welcome to the Bethel World Outreach Church Podcast. It's our prayer that wherever you are in life, today's message will help you draw closer in your relationship with God. Enjoy the message. This afternoon, I'd like to minister to you on attending to the Word of God. Say attending to the Word of God. All right. Especially after last week's Sunday um, Bishop ministering to us concerning the belt of truth. The truth is the word of God, all right? And uh, I heard the spirit of God pleading through uh, his servant, Bishop, for all of us, whether you be a pastor, a lady, or just a member of the church, for all of us to make some necessary adjustments, relationship-wise, to the word of God. Oh, no. we, we were implored by the Spirit through Bishop to wrap ourselves with the Word. Hallelujah. He said, wrap it. The only other picture that could come to mind was our mama's back in home with the lapa. Wrap it. That lapa, there can do a lot of things. You can use it for the head if you put in a bucket upon. You can use it on your leopard Yeah, I mean, you can do all kinds of things with that lapa. So uh, uh, our mama's home, they have a great, they have a tight relationship. You can put a baby on your back. You can put your baby on your front. You can do a lot of things. You can put money inside of it. Look, I've seen that lapa being used for all kinds of things. Okay, so we need to make a close relationship. With the word of God. as a belt, the picture that's there is that we need to wrap ourselves. Say wrap yourself. With the word. He says surround yourself with the word of God. Saturate yourself with the word till our appetite calls for nothing else. Are you here with me? And I'll listen to a man of God who talked about um, some years ago, NASA put out... Into space a satellite. It spent so much millions of dollars on this satellite that they put out in space and once it was supposed to work out there it was supposed to bring in return millions and billions of dollars. But when they sent the rocket up it did not work you know and someone said man if you spend that much money on a material at least it's supposed to work when you send it up there all right but they found out that the rocket did not go into particular orbit it should have been or the the satellite if it had gone into the orbit it would work well so what they did they had installed some rockets on the sides of the satellite and they fired up the rockets and move reposition they made adjustment, all right, for the rocket. And once it entered into the right orbit, it started to give the signal, send signals and receive signals. And then billions of dollar rewards came in. So this morning, our life for us, you know, God has, God has invested more than millions in you through the death and resurrection of his son Jesus Christ. He has given you his spirit, he has given you his word, the blood of Jesus. He has put you out there. You are a believer, you are part of the kingdom of God. That doesn't necessarily mean that you are in orbit. Okay? You need to adjust yourself. As I said, what I heard Bishop talking concerning the, the, the belt of truth, all right? You need to know the truth. You need to know the word. Tell somebody you need to know the truth and you need to know the word. We can't depend on bishop. We can't depend on your pastor. You need to get the truth for yourself. Are you me? Hallelujah. Therefore, let's make the adjustment. Don't just rely. Just imagine if you were eating only once a week. How you will look. I'm sorry, it will look pathetic, all right? You will be killing yourself. That's how a lot of people do only on Sunday morning. They have given themselves to the Word of God. It is not sufficient. Tell somebody next to you it's not sufficient. Hallelujah. We need to take appropriate steps to align ourselves with the Word that has been taught to us. We need to be very much intentional. and purposeful and strategic in getting the word of God inside of us that's why I'm saying we need to attend to God's word we cannot afford to have a loose relationship with the word of God hallelujah the word of God he said is alive and active the word of God we can't treat it as a regular or an ordinary thing. It is exalted above God's name. He said, I've exalted my word above my name. In Hebrews 2 verse 3, he says, he's upholding all things by the power of the word. So you can't treat it lightly. Hallelujah. We need to all come around the word of God. We need to have a tight relationship with the word that we are hearing from this pulpit. Are you here with me? In 1 Corinthians chapter 6, go there with me, please. 6 verse 3. 1 Corinthians 6 verse 3. Before I go to my, 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 my scripture there, the Apostle Paul says concerning the word. You say, Is that, is that it there? What I have is, I have planted, Apollos watered, but God, this is Acts, Acts 18. Acts 18, we'll go there later on, but it says there, uh, I have planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. Can we say that together? I have planted, Apollos, and God gave the, say it again, I have, Apollos is God who gave the that's the order it must go in. There's a planting. Bishop, I planted the word of God. There must be the watering process, he says, Apollos watered. And if you want to experience an increase of the word of God in your life, you must go through that order, okay? But a lot of people, to forget the watering process. You see in Acts chapter 18, we see the introduction there of the Apollos. Apollos. Okay, Paul spent some time with this couple Aquila and Priscilla and he taught them the gospel I believe he stayed with them for 18, 18 months just ministering the word of God to them after he, was, he had left they said Apollos came into the same area that um, he was th- th- these people were and he heard, they heard him teaching the word of God They heard Apollo's teaching, but he said he was very eloquent. He was very well learned, but he only knew about the baptism of John. So Aquila and Priscilla brought him aside and taught him more adequately the scriptures. that I believe it had to go with respect to the grace and the baptism of the Holy Ghost. So afterwards, he began preaching. A lot of people say, I'm for Paul and I'm for Apollo's. Okay. And Paulus, therefore, when it says here that Apollos watered, that tells me then that Apollos was teaching the same thing that Paul was teaching. Okay. So the watering process of the word of God is hearing the same thing over and over and over and over again. It may be by the same person, I can listen to Bishop's message. That's why he says, take my CDs, take the cassette, go online and listen to this message over, over and over. That's the watering process. If I plant an okra seed <laughs> or I planted a pe- whatever I plant, there must be the watering process. If I don't water it, what will happen to it? I can't expect anything from that ground, right? So if I planted even grass, all right? If I planted grass and I expect that grass to look so beautiful and look so green, I must do what to it? I must water it. Therefore, coming on Sunday and hearing the word of God once is not sufficient. It's your responsibility to get back into the word or hear that particular message over. Not just once. If you are watering something, I don't know, for those who, you know, were back home, you experienced watering, you had to go to the, some of them had to go to the well, then you walk all the way, and then, you know, when I got married to my wife, in the yard, her parents had uh, different trees, and walking through the yard, you know, to love it, dirt, just walking, and then she would tell me, you know, this tree, when my father planted it, or my mom planted it, she paid us to water it. She paid us to water it. You know, and I can imagine those girls just watering, going to the, putting water in the bucket, coming back, and you're pouring water on until this thing gives fruit. A lot of people, they neglect the watering process. Because you have heard this scripture once before, does not, n- 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 Say that you, you don't need to hear it again. If you cut off hearing it, you will have cut off the watering process, and therefore you cannot see you cannot receive the third part. The increase. God can give the increase because you have not done what you should. Be doing by hearing the word, not once, not twice, but several times. Especially if you're planting something that needs water a lot. You're planting watermelon. You're planting, uh, uh, uh. what else? Yam. Whatever that needs a lot of water, you need to water it a lot. The word of God is also is said to be the water of the word of God. So it's necessary for us to go over the word, not once, not twice. It reminds me of a friend of mine. I remember as a teenager, I went to his house uh, back home. And I met him in a yard, seated, and he's watering the grass. I'm seeing the uh, sprinkler on the floor, on the grass. He's sitting in the middle of the yard, last yard and he's watering the garden. So, and I noticed he was, you know, white like somebody coming from the pool. And I look at his clothes being dripped in water. I said, what happened? And he smirked and laughed. This is what happened. His father originally was the one watering the grass with the sprinkler. So the father had called him from the house and told him, hey, Napoleon, turn off the water because he wanted to readjust the sprinkler. Somewhere there, Napoleon did not wait for his dad to finish. I wanna, this is how I pictured it. The dad is going to touch this stuff and Napoleon puts on the water and it drenches his dad's shirt and everything. And Mr. Milton got so mad. Napoleon, come here. Leave the water on, turn it up. Ha! You can't. You, you see what you did to me? Daddy, I'm sorry. Sit down in this chair. The, the pop loosened the stuff and the pop drenches him all over. Don't, don't, don't move. Just there, water him good. And afterwards told him, do not stay right here and water the grass. Well, sometimes I'm thinking that bishops should water us like that. You know, it's just there, but Bishop can do it. What I've noticed about the word of God and the watering process, you must do it yourself. No one can do it for you. All right? You have to do it yourself. If you don't do it, you don't get the third part. That is the increase. Hallelujah. You don't get the increase of the word. So I want to admonish you this morning, Please do not hear the word only once hear it how many times over over and over again you cannot expect an increase if you neglect the watering process so go with me now to proverbs 4 proverbs 4 verse 20 to 23 i heard this is one just one aspect of Bishop's message concerning their belt. The belt of truth is part of the armor of God, and the word of God here is being compared to the armor, one part of the armor. And Bishop said the armor is not going to stop you from being attacked. The armor is going to stop the fiery darts or whatever is being hit against you from hitting you or from hurting you. Okay, but when we see in this word, the the word of God is being compared to something else. The word of God is here being compared to medicine. hear me? He says, my son, attend to my words. Incline your ear unto my sayings. Let them not, what? Depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are, what? Life to those that find them. And they are health or medicine to all the flesh. So here, the word of God is being compared to medicine. Say medicine. Medicine. So I take medication for prevention. I can take medication right now. I'm going to Liberia and I will be taking medication in order for, you know, mosquitoes not to kill me. (laughs) Yes, so you can take medication for, for well, a lot of people take medication because they have already been bit, they have some illness. I remember when I went to the hospital and took out my uh, uh, teeth, uh, took two, two of my molars out. The doctor gave uh, medication for infection and the pain. Okay, and they, 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 I mean, we give so much respect to the doctors. If the doctor say, take two tablets, you know, I'm there filled with pain, two tablets, three times a day. I mean, you respect, make sure you write it down, you note it, you tell your wife, you tell your children, everybody should remind you. You have, you know, so you have it there and we give high regard to, to, to what the doctor is saying. Some people have some, some, some little cup, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So you see that stuff? and they put all that medication on Monday. I take out this and I take the medication. You see, you see that? They pay so high respect. But when it comes to the Word of God, it's only on Sunday morning. All right? It's, it's like a Sunday morning. It's, it's, it's just a word of God. It's just a Bible. I'm just doing this as, you know, my wife wants me to go to church. My mom wants me to go to church. Or I'm just supposed to go to church because I'm supposed to go to church. But once I'm out of there, I just put the Bible down and I don't go to the word of God. But he says we should attend to the word of God. Tell somebody, let's attend to the word of God. All right? We should, we should pay Attention to the word of God. He said, My son, pay attention to my words. Why? He says there they are medicine. To your entire being So if one part of you is hurting One part of you there's something wrong Concerning your life, concerning your ministry, concerning your children Whatever he says there, it is medicine It is able to resolve the problem that you are going through If you will attend to it Are you listening to me? You know, sometimes you're taking the medication. Once you start feeling well, you stop, right? No, my wife can't give me a chance. You must finish it, all right? But the thing's so big, it's so bitter. Finish it. That's the prescription that was given to you. So complete the entire dosage because you don't know what it is doing inside of you. Hallelujah. So this morning I've come to you to tell you to complete. The dosage. Hallelujah. Yes. The word of God is the truth, all right? And it is compared to medicine, and we call you to pay attention to the prescribed medication. There are people who respect the doctors, and therefore, please respect the word of God. I, I, I have said the story here before concerning one of my, I think it was second grade or third grade friend of mine. I remember the first day I saw this guy called Jervis. He was all covered with um, bandages. He had been burned, four degrees burned. How? Jervis was someone who had epileptic seizures. I do not know what was the cause for someone who's, as I said, my, 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 my recollection is fourth grade, third grade, down there, for people to leave Jervis to make the decision to take his own medication, to stop the seizures. Not once, not twice, I was in his midst. And he could feel it when it was coming on. And we'll all there be talking and laughing and playing. And he will feel it and then try running and it will knock him down. He'll foam at the mouth. And all of us just there embarrassed, waiting for him to come out. And when he comes out and he look at everybody and say, where are you looking at? Wipe his mouth and all of us go back to playing. But there was this day before those times that Jervis went to take bath, he turned the hot water on, waiting for it to turn hot, and that's when he got a seizure. No one knew where he was. How long Jervis stayed under the hot water pouring on him, I do not know. The story goes that they were, even the people on the porch, wherever they were, someone noticed steam coming out of the restroom. Then before someone asked, who's taking bath? You know, sometimes you're just doing something, you, and that question came, who's taking bath? Who's in the bathroom? Maybe they asked six, how many times? Then finally then someone said, Where's Jervis? He had even locked the door. So they had to break the door down before they discovered how long, that's why I'm saying four degrees from head to toe, all of his life, he was always with some kind of sore on his body. The scripture says, my son, pay attention to my words. He goes there for they are life. So it's a matter of life. I'm not even saying I'm going to go to death. He just says it's for life, for life. In it is life. All right? So, by you paying attention to the Word of God, it's a matter of life, not for only you, but those that are around you. Bishop spoke about you having a tight relationship with the word of God. Why? Because it puts everything you know where your gun is, you know where your, everything you know. So when you need it, you know where it is and you can go for it. You don't want to be like Eve when she was hit and she needed to know the word. Eve did not know the word. It's a matter of life. You and myself still experiencing the fall because Eve not, not knowing her word, all right, not knowing the truth concerning a particular situation, so it's very important, tell somebody it's very important, so he said, my son, attend to my words, incline your ears to my saying, say incline, bishop said Yeshua, lean in a bit closer, all right, Do something. Don't just hear the word on Sunday morning and do nothing with it. Wait until the night. No, lean in closer to what God is saying to you. He is saying something to you through his word. The written word or the spoken word you are bespoken to by the spirit of God. Even in you. There are times you sit down, bishop is preaching, or I may be preaching, whoever may be preaching, but the Spirit of God is also ministering to you personally. You need to pull full attention to what the Spirit of God is saying to you. You know, it's very unnerving when you are speaking to someone and the person is not paying attention. Ah, ah, ah. So the other day, I'm on my phone and my wife has come home and she got all these stories. <laughs> so I'm on my phone and she's talking. Oh, My wife is talking, but I'm on my phone. And while I was there, the Spirit of God, not once, not twice, the Spirit of God always on my back. She's talking to you. You don't like it once you are talking to someone and the person is not paying attention, I'm I'm like, okay, so put the phone down. And I don't know why, but she asked me something. I said, oh no, I want to give you my undivided attention. She said, whoa, (laughs) that's a privilege. I said, oh Lord, (laughs) you know, if God is speaking to you, it's not even your wife or your child. Is God. And for God to come and speak, that means that it is very important. If you look at this text here, he says, my son. All right, so it's a relationship between a father and a son. If, if I'm doing work and my dad is with me and he tells me to pay attention, the next time he tells me to pay attention, My head will go like this. (laughs) All right. So you got to be careful concerning who's speaking here. And he says, pay attention. He says, and incline your ear to what I'm trying to tell you. It's very unnerving if you don't pay attention. Lean in a bit closer. Tell somebody, lean in a bit closer. Hearing the word of God, as I said only on Sunday, is not sufficient. And the reason is, you are an eternal being. i say that again. Have you, have you, for those who have been around a deep well, or a very deep hole, and you take a pebble and throw it in there, It doesn't. It doesn't jar the chasm in there. Um, You almost do not even hear it when it drops. You are your spirit there. You remember the 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 demoniac at Gadara. How many demons lived in this man? Six thousand, an entire legion. The Bible says the capacity of your spirit. God lives in your spirit. Your spirit is so huge by you taking the word of God only once. It's not sufficient. You need to hear it over and over. Say over, over. Not once. That's why I say line upon line, precept upon precept. A little here, a little there. That's how we ought to hear the word of God. Are you hearing me? Okay. Deuteronomy chapter 6, I'm going ahead myself, but I think it's great. Deuteronomy 6, 6 to 8. In children's church, uh, the children's ministry, he says that he, talking about the word of God. All right? Okay, okay. 6 to 8. You jump ahead of me. 6, 6, 6. And these words which I command you today shall first of all as a parent, beware... Where? So what's already in your heart is what you should do with it now. Go to seven. You shall teach them. How? To your who? You shall talk of them when you what? When you what? When you what? And when you what? You see see the progression? So it's not just once. When you are at the job, it's not just Sunday morning. He says, you shall talk of it when you are sitting in your house. When you walk by the way, when you're walking with your kids, you are uh, at the park or whatsoever, knock it there also, all right? Because it's already in your heart, it's part of you, you're not going to do a reference. No, you have it, embedded. You wrap the word of God, hallelujah. Therefore, because I'm able to do that, he says, when you're walking, when you're teaching this thing to your kids, do it at your house, when you're walking, when you're lying down, and when you rise up. I'm going nowhere yet you give me 10 minutes. <laughs> my son, pay attention to my word. Incline yourself to my saying. Another example, my, my cousin who's a doctor now, growing up during a civil crisis, there's no electricity, that's when he decided to learn how to play guitar. And because he had no teacher, my, 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 my uncle had an LP, record player with the pin. And he had a lot of albums there for those who, you know, that old, there's a guy called Chet Atkins, he plays good, and then George, uh, I mean the just guys play great. So he will take the pin, put it on the record, there's no amplifier, but to hear what he wants to hear he goes low, and then he turns the stuff with his finger. And what he hears, he plays. So if he hears, tinny, tin, tin, what he plays, tinny, tin, tin. And now, the, the crazy part is we're in the same room. That thing, he's going to play it more than 100 times he's listening to it and he's playing it and sometimes I won't climb the wall because I'm tired hearing tin he must master that, t- before he can go to the next sound, he must master it and he must master him he is one of the best guitarists I've heard up to now, alright so you need to hear the word of God is a he that has an ear to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. Let him what? Some people have ears as decoration. God's word says, "If you have an ear to hear." All right. So lean in a little bit closer when you are hearing the word of God. And leaning in a little bit closer is going over the word again and again, because you are an eternal being. Hallelujah. Amen. Let it not depart from your eyes, keep them in the midst of your heart. Hallelujah. Muse over it, reflect on it. Reflect on whatever you have heard. Turn it over and over in your mind ponder over it it's it's just like an embryo going down the fallopian tubes oh it's going there and that thing is going to settle and be implanted in the uterus right it's going to stay there. And once it stays there, it's going to grow. Hallelujah. We need to keep it in our mind. Keep it within ourselves. Because if you keep it there long enough, it then begins to increase. It then begins to germinate. But if you just forget it, it goes. And you can't benefit from it. Are you here with me? For they are life To those who find it, it's a life and death situation. You don't want to be in the evil day, or you don't want something bad to happen to you, and that's when you are searching for the Word of God. He says there, it is life, and it is health. To them. But it's a, to those who find it. You find it when you need it. Okay? You study it so much that when you need the word of God, it is right at the tip of your hand. It is on your mouth. Hallelujah. It is near you. It's not something far away. Are you here with me? My wife, was she asked me, she said, so well, what should people do? Yes, you just study the Word, read the Word. If you look at, wait, wait, is Henry here? Is Henry in the house? If you know, find, well, you see Henry. Notice he, he has slimmed down. Henry, I think he's paying a coach. All right, in order to get him back in shape. I see Henry with a, a, a big bottle of water, and he's supposed to drink a particular amount every hour. And for every hour, there's a, there's a word that encourages him to go. If I told him, if I drank even just a piece of your, your bottle, I will go to the bathroom every, every minute. He said, that's how I used to be, Pastor P. All right. But now my body has adjusted to it. He said, I used to cry, almost cry, when, when, when I got into this particular regimen, because my body was to crave for all kinds of food. But my coach told me, you can do it. You don't eat this, you only eat this, and you only eat at this particular time. When, when, when you're feeling like eating, then you drink water. I say, Henry, <sighs> that is tough. But I, I, look, I, I look and I see the results. I see the increase, all right? So for us to just come on Sunday morning, you as a Christian, thank God Bishop is ministering to you from this pulpit. You need, you need a coach. That's why we have the care groups. That's why we have the various classes, the Bethlehem Christian education. Just on Sunday morning alone is not sufficient. Talking about the different things that we have to do in life. Financially. All right. What does the word of God say is concerning my finances? Hearing it here, maybe Bishop will preach on finances. Maybe... Five, ten, let's get it ten times within a year. It's not sufficient. We 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 say we forget, we say we leak. But I want to put it a different way. We are too big in here. We are eternal spirits. It is quick for you to forget. Except God gives you a mind like a cast iron. There are some people who remember like that. Well, you don't have that particular gift. It needs something to remind you. And you need to be someone who is disciplined enough, find time, and go over the word over and over again. That's my word to you today. My son... Pay attention to my words. Let me conclude with this. John said about Jesus in John 1, 11. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. They rejected Jesus, speaking about the Jews. He came to his own. And his own did not receive him. It's possible for believers to also reject the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Or just not recognize who he is. Like the disciples on the road to Emmaus. He's present, but you, somehow you are blinded. You need to stay with him. You need to sup with him. He can also be like in Revelation, he says, I am knocking at your door. And this is talking about a church. How is Jesus outside of the church knocking, knocking, knocking? It's possible for you to be a believer, but the word of God is not prioritized in your Christian life. Therefore, you are unable to recognize the voice of the spirit. You are depending on someone else to feed you the word of God. It is about time for us to grow in our relationship with the Lord. All right? You need to, yes, have it planted, but you need to water. You need to water the word. Go over it again and again and again. If if something's happening... When you are listening to that word over and over and over again. Are you here with me? Lastly. In Mark eleven twenty three, say if you say to this mountain, be removed, be cast into the sea, and you shall not doubt in your heart. You will have whatever you say. There are three words given there concerning saying. Yes. That last one, he will have whatever he says. That particular one means, or the Greek for it is Lego. It's the same Lego that children play with. So you will have whatever you Lego. And the idea there, Lego are building blocks. The words that you speak are building blocks. So if you only have one, boom, that's all. You must have several to build a wall. If you want to build a castle, you can't just say it once. If you want to build the life of your children, you can't just say this thing once. What Bishop preaches to us here, take it, write it down, find the word, find the promises, and you reiterate it. That is the reason why God himself changed Abraham's name from Abram to Abraham. Saying to yourself, you're the father of many nations. You're the father of, let other people say it to you. Let you say it and other people saying it to you. And all that time before they say, he became fully persuaded that what God has said, God is able to do. You got to come to a place that you get fully persuaded. And that comes by saying the word over and over again. Amen. That's a tight relationship with the word. That's a close relationship with the word. We cannot afford to have a loose relationship with the word. Let's bow our heads. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you this afternoon for your word that we have received. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You know, I don't want us to just hear this word and just go back doing the same thing. You know. Making your mind, what, 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 what are the adjustments I need to make in order to get into the orbit that I'm transmitting and I'm receiving. And the possibilities of God's investment in my life, the possibilities are huge, but I need to reposition myself when it comes to the importance I play in the word of God. David said, your word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. If, if sin is your issue, the word of God is the problem. I mean, it's a it's, it's the, it's the solution to the problem that sin is causing in your life. The word of God is what he made the universe by. The Nicene Creed says, God from God, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being, one essence, with the Father, through whom all things were made for us and for our salvation. All things were made by it. It is medicine. It is able to resolve issues in your life it is not that it does not have power but somehow you have a part also to play you maybe came to the altar for prayer concerning a particular condition they pray for you if you didn't see it happen in your life you give up don't give up on the word You have a responsibility to go over it. Trust the word. Hallelujah. It's able, he says, to heal you. All, every part of your body. Your kidneys. It's able, hallelujah. It's able to heal you. So this, this, this afternoon, those you hear here, you want us to agree with you concerning some issue. It could be your life or you have someone, a loved one, that you want us to pray for. Then come, let us agree with you as it pertains to the word, hallelujah. The word of God is powerful, hallelujah. Sharper than any double-edged sword it is able to pierce, he said, "Both spirit, soul, and body—every part. God is able to take care of issues. Any growth, God's word is able to cut it down in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah! You uh, say my husband is astray, or I have a child that is astray. God's word can bring and resolve it. It's medicine just for that. Hallelujah! He's able to cause a child." To dissolve the hard and harder child, a heart can resolve because of the word of God. Hallelujah. See, I, 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 want, I want prayers. If you are here, get the elders come up, come to elders that's in the service. Just come here. Anyone needing prayer this afternoon, come. Let's pray with you. Thanks for listening today. If you love this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes. To learn more about Bethel or to support this ministry financially, please visit us at www.bethelcityofhope.com. You can also connect with us via Facebook or Instagram at Bethel City of Hope. Thanks again. Have a great day.